Hello, I'm Marty Church, and welcome again to my camp and to the warmth of my fire. I never cease to be inspired by the solitude and the beauty of this northern country and its wildlife. Aren't the muskox neat? The way they survive in this harsh land is so incredible. In many ways, their unique behavior is like a picture of our Creator's plan for taking care of you and me in this harsh and troubled world. I have the wonderful opportunity of traveling in many places of our country. And I have a chance to see a lot of wildlife and watch the unique ways they work and the way they travel. Let me tell you about the muskox. They have a unique way of protecting each other, and especially their young, their older ones, their sick ones. Whenever they sense danger or spot a predator, they gather in a circle with their massive horns pointed outward. They unite to protect their herd by surrounding the little ones, the older ones, and the feeble ones. And in so doing, they protect and save themselves. This illustrates so perfectly a wonderful plan God has given us for our protection and our encouragement and nurture. We call it the gathering place, God's church family. Being a member of God's family is part of God's plan for our lives. The Book of Heaven says, Forsake not the assembling or gathering of ourselves together as the manner of some, but encouraging one another, and so much more as you see the day approaching. It's a great spirit's plan that we be part of a church fellowship which will help us survive in this dark, confusing world. Sometimes people say to me, is it really necessary to belong to a church to be saved? The answer is no, but when we accept Jesus as our Savior, Shepherd and Lord, we will want to be in a safe place of His fold, of His doing, His church. Also, the gathering place is not only for our benefit, but it's a place where we can be of help and encouragement to others too. Friends, the truth is, we need each other. Just like the coals of this fire, when they're together, they produce warmth and light. And when we're united and are working together, we produce warmth and light to the world. You take and separate them, just like this coal that's burning here. You separate it into the cold, and it burns out. This is why we need to press together. And when the winds of strife and troubles come, It just makes the fire brighter and warmer. When talking about new followers of Jesus, the Book of Heaven is clear that it's God's plan that they belong to His church. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. You see, we need each other because when we join God's family, no matter what we do after that or how well we may behave, Satan just doesn't quit messing with us. He'll work 24 and a half hours a day to discourage us. What the devil wants is for us to 
break our commitment of letting the Holy Spirit lead in all affairs of our life and fade away. Please don't let him. Resist the devil, the Bible says, and he will flee from you. Another reason the church is so important is because our pastors and our new brothers and sisters, when seeing our struggles, will come close to us and lovingly reach out to encourage us not to give up. They will remind us to turn our eyes upon Jesus and be strong. The Apostle Paul tells us, be kind one to another and tender-hearted. Even in nature we see this. Look at the geese in their flight south. They constantly honk to one another with encouraging calls to stay on course and to move forward together. And should one of them ever fall back, get tired, wounded, or sick, wildlife experts have noted that often two or more geese come down with the wounded one and stay with it until it recovers. Then they will take it back to the flock and fly away together. And so it is with God's flock. We too need to learn to stay together, to work together, to help each other, and to rise above the difficulties of this life. The promise is they shall mount up with wings like eagles. In our own circle of influence, usually there's no one who knows us better than our own families, don't you think? They understand from their own experiences what we are really like and what we're going through. And so it is with God's family. The Book of Heaven puts it this way. Admit your faults to one another and pray for each other that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous man has great power. We need to pray for one another. I know this for myself. Because as we come closer to the end of time, my wife, our kids, and I are going to need all the help we can get. This is why church gatherings are so very important. It's God's plan for us. He's promised, wherever two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. One of the questions many people ask us today is this, which is the right church? And what church would Jesus want me to be a part of? Is there one true church on earth today? Jesus answers it this way. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. What Jesus is saying here is that it isn't the building that matters to God, but the people. His true church is comprised of people who know him. They have become accustomed to hear his voice speaking to them through his teachings right here from the book of heaven. They follow him the very best way they possibly can because they love him, because they know that his ways are always the best ways. Jesus says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. So as his people, we are to try with his help to do just that. God's people have learned that everything Jesus has taught them is for their own benefit. And they don't want to miss a single blessing that he has for them. They see that everything that Jesus taught was truth. 
Now let's look at some of these basic truths. You shall love the Lord with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. And again, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Respect God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Here is another great truth. Pure and undefiled religion in the sight of God is this, to look after the orphans and the widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unstained from the world. So there you have it, the basics of God's true church. As we've talked about God's gathering place, I'd like to take you to a place where God's people have gathered together for over a hundred years. Come with me. The Book of Heaven says, from these basics, there are five earmarks that identify the convictions and beliefs of God's people. First, Jesus is the center of their life and beliefs. Second, the Bible is their only rule of faith. Third, they do all they can to keep or obey all of God's commandments. Fourth, they are willing to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit day by day, hour by hour, and minute by minute. Fifth, they have a genuine love for others and work hard to help the whole world know about the gospel, the treaty of peace, and the plan God has for their lives. God's people are simply those who seek to follow all these principles the best they can. That was a fun visit to that unique gathering place, wasn't it? You see, like I said before, we're not perfect. The only thing that sets us aside from others in this world is this, that we want to do what God wants us to do more than anything in the world. What we must remember is that as we grow in our new life with Jesus, we still have the freedom to make mistakes. We are still humans with a carnal nature. That is why it's vital that we learn to surrender our lives to Him day by day and moment by moment. The good news is that when Jesus comes, our carnal natures will be changed. We'll become like Him. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, He will take away this selfish human nature and give us a new, eternal, incorruptible nature. And even though we will still be totally free, we will never want to sin again, not even think of it. Our minds and our bodies will be physically changed from all the effects and sinfulness of this world. I'm really looking forward to this, aren't you? But in the meantime, the Lord is looking for the pure in heart, or those who have a submissive, teachable attitude. It's an attitude of genuine love and respect for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This will be seen in their desire to be as close to Jesus 
as they possibly can. It will be revealed in their actions and in the way that they allow the Great Spirit to guide them. This is the only way that we can be changed. You see, it simply boils down to two things. And both of these things have to do with our power of choice. And that is, number one, to surrender. And secondly, to behold our Lord. We do this by surrendering our lives every morning to Jesus and throughout the day. We focus on Him as our Savior and the Great Spirit as our guide, hour by hour, moment by moment. Then we behold Him by spending time contemplating His life and teachings found in the Book of Heaven. If you do these two things, I assure you, you will be victorious. King David said, Your word have I hid in my heart, that I may not sin against you. Friends, we must do this. We can't put it off. Do it now. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. When you search for God's gathering place, you want to find a church family who is endeavoring to live as close to our Creator's plan as possible. You want to be part of a church family who is truly Spirit-led, who has Jesus as the center of all their teachings, who look to the Bible as their only rule of faith. A church family who knows that when followed, God's commandments are a true blessing, a gathering place that loves God with all their heart and their neighbor as themselves. Friends, as we see this world getting worse and worse, we need to be doing all we can to follow the Great Spirit. It just can't be business as usual anymore. We need to be exposing our families and our children to positive spiritual influences. This is something that, as parents, I know it's hard to do on our own. But we don't need to be alone. We need a godly church family that will help us and encourage us this way. And you know what? It's there, waiting for you. Because when times get tough and frustrations of this life come upon you, you need the support of other Christians more than ever. We all need the godly counsel and direction of friends. So, to maintain our sanity in this crazy, mixed-up world, the Lord in His wisdom has given us a gathering place, a church family whom He calls His bride. It's that important to Him. You see, Jesus didn't give His life only for us individually, but He gave it for us collectively as a people. He said, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. It's wonderful to know that God's people aren't some exclusive little club, but God's people are everywhere. Those who are trying to follow everything they know that is good and right, Jesus said, And other sheep I have which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice. And there will be one flock and one shepherd. Why is it that Jesus wishes for us to band together? 
It's because we have a work to do and we can do it much better as a team. We need to join together in loving kindness to each other and to this bitter world. What do you say? God needs your help. He needs your unique talents and abilities to let your family, your loved ones, and all our native nations know that the coming of Jesus is almost here. You are needed on God's working team. I'd like to encourage you today to search for a church family who has Jesus as the center of their lives. The Great Spirit as a leading force, a church that loves God's Word and who endeavors to keep all of Jesus' commandments, which he calls the law of liberty. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So speak and so act as those who are to be judged by the law of liberty. To give you an example of what I mean, I'd like to have you go with me to Vancouver Island, Canada, and meet some of my friends of the Guacquasala tribe. Joy Wakis. My Indian name is Iksumga and it means I walk in harmony amongst my people. And I would like to tell you that I love to take part in my cultural Indian dancing because it was a defining moment in my life when this dance was gifted upon me. When this dance was given to me posthumously two years after my grandfather died, it was a, a gift because it came from such a strong man and I felt like such a much more stronger person after having received this dance. That gift was given to me because he knew that I could handle this honor. And I also feel that the only reason that that happened was because God knew that I could handle this as well, that he gave me the strength to be able to handle this honor that has been bestowed upon me. And that's one of the reasons that I take part in my church because I love being with God and I love being in our spiritual gathering place that I get to share with all of our people and it's a it's a resting place and it's a it's a it's home yo Uncle Willie weeks us good you too um, How's things, though? Kind of Good. You? Good. Yeah. I can't complain. Yeah. Let me into the church. Oh, okay. That'd be great. It uh, uh, just felt good. It just felt like a big family connection was made where I wasn't just Joy Wakas inside of a, a Wakas family. I was Joy inside of 2,000 people that were just so much a part of who I was. They, they wanted to do the same things. 
I, I just enjoy it just because the family fellowship that I get from it, it just raises your spirits every time you get to do it. Your heart gets full. Let me say, let me say welcome to this church, this beautiful church that we have. You know, this is a place where we can gather. You know, we've had weddings here, we've had deaths, we've had birthday parties, we've had so many things, and, and a place like this where we can gather gives us hope, gives us life, and we're so grateful for this place. We know that God is here. I'm so happy to have these wonderful people not only as my fellow natives, but also as my close brothers and sisters in Jesus. How about you, my friend? Can I be your brother? And wouldn't you like to have someone like these brothers and sisters you've just met to help you walk the trail of life? Would you like to join us in our gathering place? If you accept the invitation in your search for God's people in their gathering place, let those who brought these videos to you know. Or let me know. The information is on the screen. Well, it's time to go. May God bless you as we all work together to stay close to the Lord and to follow Him the very best way that we can. Stay close to Him. Stay close to God's people and the fellowship that you will enjoy will be the closest bonds that you'll ever have on this earth. Not only here, but in the great gathering place in heaven that God has prepared for us. And until then, let only the Good Spirit guide you.